When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode 91 of the Get Well With Me podcast. I am your host, Adrienne, and together we are exploring the healing powers of our unconscious minds while leaning in towards a healthier lifestyle. Our philosophy here is excellence, not perfection. Today, I have something very different for you. I was recently invited by Justin Shank of the Growth Now Movement podcast and the Growth Now community, which I am part of, to do a masterclass on sales, clothing, Closing, influence, and taking a hypnotic approach to such things. I do have extensive experience in this area and I held nothing back. So if you are growing your business or you have a profession where you use the power of influence and sales and communication, then you are going to love this episode. It might be one that you even want to take notes on. I don't usually say that, but I, when I say I held nothing back, I mean, I gave away all of my secrets. So this is for you to enjoy. At the end of this um, episode, there is a very uh, brief guided meditation. It's not something that's uh, a deep trance, but as always, um, please do not listen to the guided meditation portion of this audio while driving in a moving vehicle or doing anything that requires your complete attention because you might get a little bit relaxed and trancy. Um, so let's go ahead and get into that masterclass. So the opposite of blame is responsibility. And today we are taking responsibility for our words. We're taking responsibility for our personal um, businesses, for the way that we show up and communicate with people. And we want to start by showing up with prestige. We want to show up as the expert. If you were headed for brain surgery and, you know, the surgeon said, I don't, I don't know, I haven't done this too many times before, but, you know, we'll, we'll just see what happens. I don't know if I would feel comfortable proceeding with someone that was, um, you know, approaching a life and death situation with such a lack of confidence. So sometimes we do have to pretend, sometimes we have to fake it, but ultimately when we are confident that we have the resources inside of us, we can come across authentic. Um, so with some of these thoughts implanted in your mind, it's gonna help you to show up even more authentic. Um, so here's a concept. People, they don't like to be sold, but they love to buy. And I know that that is true for you, right? We don't like the pushy salesperson. We don't want someone telling us what to do. Um, but caveat to that, whatever we can get someone to imagine is perceived as their own idea. So some questions, some examples. Um, can you see yourself having a thriving coaching business and hearing from your clients telling you, you know, what a difference that you've made in their life. So if you can 
use that as an example, or imagine how nice it would be just to live around the corner from your favorite places to shop, or imagine how much money you'll save when your commute is right around the corner. Um, you know, they would obviously work from a, a real estate perspective, or how well will you sleep at night knowing that your daughter is driving the safest car on the road, right? So we're putting some ideas perhaps into the prospect's minds that are getting right to the heart of what their need is. Um, you know, I got such a, a thrill out of getting a sale for the first time. When I was a teenager, I worked in Ocean City at a bridal shop called Something Old, Something New, and my grandmother was the owner there. So I was really blessed to have that opportunity. And what was really neat about it was the powerful, like literally the powerful feeling that I had the very first time I sold a wedding dress. It seems like I would time and time again, sell the very first dress that the person tried on. And what was their objection? It was that it seems too easy, you know, maybe like, how could it be that the first dress they try on, you know, is the one, maybe it's because I was so good at picking out the dresses, but it may also, you know, that's it. That's an objection. People want to feel like they've shopped around. They want to feel like they have done their due diligence. So even back then, you know, at 16, 17 years old, I had the foresight to say things like, well, could you imagine if you shop around and then you're still thinking about this dress, you know, perhaps the next bride to be that comes through the door, I, you know, I'd hate to see them by your dress. So when we can, without forcefully saying, you know, selling, we can put these ideas in their mind that are going to help achieve uh, a mutually beneficial outcome. We're always looking for that win-win. Um, so the sale is made emotionally, but justified logically. Okay, this is huge. The sale is is made emotionally, right? When we've all been there, especially when I was younger, um, you know, signing up for that car payment that I couldn't afford. Um, but I told myself, you know what, this is a good thing because I'm going to be safe on the road. This is a good thing because I won't have to, you know, fix my old car. This is a good thing because it's going to get me back and forth to work where I make money. Or, you know, maybe it's that Michael Kors pocketbook and I really don't need it you know, but I really, you know, I've got a crush on this pocketbook. So even though um, I could talk myself out of it, what happens is when you emotionally want something, whether it's, you know, the car or the pocketbook or, or something else, um, we go ahead and kind of decide emotionally, and then we make it make sense, right? So we'll justify it with, well, if I count this as my birthday gift and my Christmas gift, um, you know, maybe my husband will feel better about it. Or, you know, if um, um, this will be the perfect bag, you know, for when I show up at business events, or, you know, you can always find a reason, Um a reason to logically justify what it is you really want. And when we understand that that's what's happening when we're asking those closing questions or um, even worse, when we're not asking those closing questions, um, it's really important. So here's a book that I consider to be one of the very best sales books of all time. And please, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but on the other hand, I hope that you will 
recognize the true power. We've all heard of like Vince Lombardi saying like, this is a football. This is my equivalent to this is a football. It is the little engine that could. And um, Jeffrey Gittimer, who's a sales genius, he says that we should read this book to ourselves at least once a year. So I made a habit of reading it to my son years ago. Um, that gave me an opportunity to, you know, go ahead and, and read it to myself. But the interesting thing about, about this classic book is how did the little blue engine get over the mountain? Well, she got over by thinking that she could and believing that she could. However, why, right? Why did she push herself up that mountain? She did it because her why was deep and it was emotional. And it was because she wanted to bring the, the toys to the children that were waiting on the other side of the mountain and didn't want them to be disappointed. So our how is believing we can, thinking we can, and then also knowing our why. So um, self-talk, okay? If you hear yourself saying things like, well, I'm just not a salesperson. Uh, I'm just, I'm not good at closing. I'm not in it for the money. These are things that we want to notice when we say things like this, because these are going to be absolutely detrimental to getting the sale or enrolling the client in our new email membership or signing them up as a coaching client. So it's extremely important uh, to hear the words that we say and to realize that um, when you say them, they are true for you and that you can redesign your whole life by taking a radical responsibility for the words that you say. And when, you know, you're at a loss for what is the right thought to think, we can always go back to, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. We can always go back to our why. What is it that's on the other side of that mountain that's important enough to keep going when it's hard or when we don't feel like it? Um, another way that we can watch our words is to refrain from say saying things like, I'll be honest with you. Um, and I invite you guys to unmute right now. When you hear that phrase, I'll be honest with you, or let me be perfectly honest with you. What do you, what does that imply? That they're lying the rest of the time. Yes, exactly. So we want to be watchful of the words that we say and recognize that sales and closing, um, growing our business, it is 100 percent about our communication, whether it's in our copywriting, our emailing, uh, our one-to-one -one communication, the way that we show up online, and the words that we say are extremely important. And little things like that can be, um, they can be tweaked, they can be eliminated. You know, I, I used to have a always say and a never say list, and I'll be honest with you is one of those things that I've put on my never say list. So I'm not, you know, condemning you if you've made a habit of saying that. It's certainly commonplace. Um, you know, it's certainly commonplace for the world that we live in to say that. And honesty is a tremendous virtue, and we do want to, um, you know, put that foot forward. But we don't want to leave any doubt in someone's mind. Like, have you, you know, I'm sure you've been in that situation. Like I, when I was babysitting, when I was a little girl, um, like I was probably, you know, 13 or something, the dad walked me home one night and he was like, don't worry, I'm not going to do anything to you. And I'm like, Psh, 
okay, wasn't thinking that, you know, and that's, but he was, you know, and like, he didn't need to say that just like, we don't need to say, I'll be honest with you. Like we're doing them a favor by, you know, we want to exude that honesty is who we are. Um, so that's a little, uh, tidbit there. Also recognize that every potential client is tuned into the same radio station. It's W I F F M. How could that be that everyone is tuned into the same radio station? Because WIFFM stands for what's in it for me. And you know this to be true for yourself. When somebody's making a, a, a proposition to you or trying to convince you to do something or sign up for something, whether I, I can even see myself now sitting at the Growth Now movement and, you know, Justin presents this, this opportunity to join a group coaching, you know, I, I'll, I'll be completely straightforward and let you know that what I wasn't thinking was, I wonder how I can serve the community. Wouldn't it be great if I could share all the things that I've learned with this community? No, I was sitting there thinking, what's in it for me? Is this a good deal for me? How can I benefit from this? And to never lose sight of the fact that that is the station that your potential clients are on 100% of the time. So if we can use that information to recognize the frequency that they're on, um, that helps us to show up in a way that's going to make the most sense for them. Um, so another tidbit that might be helpful is to use the word imagine. Uh, imagine is a really powerful word because you can say it so casually, but it's actually a, it's a command to the subconscious mind. And when you tell someone to imagine something, they can't not imagine it. If I say purple elephant right now, don't think about it. You know, it, our subconscious minds are always producing images based on the words that we hear. So um, something we can use is imagine. Now, where did I get that? Uh, <laughs> I have this little beat up printout. I think I sent this to Melissa um, and I'd be happy to share it with you. It's from Phil M. Jones, and it's Magic Words. What an incredible short book. Magic Words. I mean, there are, it just goes in here from just imagine or before you make up your mind, or I'm not sure if it's for you, but what's going to be easier for you? And you just saturate your mind with these questions. So when the opportunity arises and somebody is speaking to you and confiding in you about what their pain point is and you have positioned yourself to be the solution to that pain point that these closing questions and these influential communication techniques they're going to just happen they're going to just surface when you need them i have a little sticky note here um, it's on my very vip paper it's my growth now movement sticky note and it says sw sw swmo years ago back in the mortgage days we had a very successful uh, local he was a salesman for the local radio station and he was there to help us figure out what our jingle was going to be and different things. Um, but our boss had convinced him to give us a sales training because he recognized that this man was the absolute best. So he writes this up on the dry erase board and I just put it in my mind. Some will, some won't. So what move on? That's right. Some will, some won't. So what? Move on. And when you make that a mantra, it just helps you to have less of an attachment to the outcome. 
right? Because when we're wrapped up in the outcome, it can create a lot of anxiety, especially if we start thinking that that outcome isn't going to be what we want it to be. But ultimately, we need to have confidence that we're putting in the work, that we're applying our skills, that we're showing up and adding value, that we're putting ourselves in front of people who can say yes to us and we're adding value. So SW, SW, SWMO, it's golden as a, as a mindset. Um, okay, here, this is huge. Like, on, if I could probably give you one thing, it would be this. Questions are the heart of sales. Ask questions. Get them to tell you their why, and you will actually hold the key to the close right? Like why? What is their pain point? What is the problem that they have? What is on the other side for them if you're able to truly provide a solution? That is the key to the close. And you can frame your, um, you know, your email drips and your, and your landing pages and your website and all of those kinds of things. It all becomes clear when we're asking the right questions. So questions are the heart of sales. And something I often say to myself is that um, questions are the heart of sales. And I have a list to refer to at all times, because sometimes we can get sidetracked or we can get emotional. Um, if we have a little sticky note with just like a couple go-to things, like if it was a coaching, um, you know, maybe you want to sign up a coaching client, get somebody on your, you know, membership email list. If you have that one thing to say, like, should I get that set up for you? Um, is there any other information that you need before you pull the trigger? Like whatever is going to feel comfortable for you in your own words. So it feels really authentic for you and write it out because when you write it out, not only will you remember it, but you can just glance at it. You know, you can just kind of, it's, it's almost like, um, having a little, uh, a little buddy or a little like helper with you. You're like, what am I supposed to say? And to be able to refer to a list of questions that are going to help you to close. They're going to help you to grow your business. Um, so I, I've already mentioned, put yourself in front of people who can say yes to you. And the reason that I say that is because it is important. Are we, are we planting our seeds in fertile soil? Are we in front of an audience of people who can truly benefit from what we have to offer? And that's something that we want to um, really consider. So put yourself in front of people who can say yes to you. And that even means like people who are financially capable, right? If you if you have a high ticket item, you want to make sure that, um, that you were pre-qualifying or even just like presenting in it in a way that's going to kind of filter out what is going to be your not ideal client. So um, this is another, this is so strong. Take no as a challenge, not a rejection. Okay. So you're going to hear no. And if we just, so if no to you means the door is closed and then you just go away with your tail between your legs and you engage in really bad self-talk, like I'm not a good salesperson, I should have done that better or whatever, that is not going to be most helpful for you to reach your goal. But if you can take no as a challenge, like soon as you actually hear no, you ask the next question, right? And you have a list to refer to at all times. And objections are buying buying signals. If someone is, you know, looking at your coaching program or your email membership or, or whatever it may be, and they say, you know, how much does that cost? Buying signal. Okay. Some people immediately think that's an objection. They're like, oh no, they're, they're worried about the price. No, they're interested. They're interested and they want to know what this is going to mean for them. 
If someone does present an objection such as, you know, that's, that's too expensive for me, does that really mean that they're not interested? Not necessarily. That might mean that they have a limiting belief about what they're worth. That might mean that they have a limiting belief about investing in themselves. And by asking a few well-placed questions, you can, um, you can help them see that more clearly. And you could say, how much is it worth to you to blank, to feel better, to have confidence, to achieve your healthy weight, to grow your business, to scale your business? Um, would it make more sense if we could break this into payments, right? Instead of like lowering your price or backing down, like offering a, sometimes a, a different payment solution can really be an effective way. And they just feel like this relief, like, oh yeah, like I could do 300 bucks today, but like not 3000 today, you know? So sometimes just kind of chunking that down, um, finding out if that's a hidden objection. Sometimes people say something's too expensive, but maybe there's something else underneath. So we want to really dig deeply. We really want to ask why not just once, but multiple times in the multiple creative ways. Um, so um, I briefly just covered like moving to a down sell. So for instance, let's say that price is a serious objection for them and they really are in a position where they want to grow and they want to up-level themselves. Um, and the offering that you have for them is too expensive. So you could say something like, I see where you're coming from. It sounds to me like my group coaching program would fit your budget a lot more comfortably. Should we start there and maybe reconsider one-to-one -one VIP coaching in the future, right? So now you've moved them from a place where they can't afford it to they can afford it. And you kind of get to test to see if they are sincere about wanting to go to the next level. I know this is a lot. I'm just gonna stop for a second. Um, if there's any, you know, I'll just be quiet for like two seconds if anyone has any questions about what I covered so far. We're good. Okay. All right. Here's one. Persist until you gain an answer. You do not want to have a bunch of maybes on your list. You know, they're not, these leads, they're not getting any warmer. Okay. You know, maybe it makes us feel better to think we've got a bunch of maybes on the list, but the truth is this. Um, don't let them leave you hanging. You know, as time goes by, they're, they're not warming up to you anymore. Right? Like, if you don't close on the spot, then make a promise to yourself that you're going to follow up, you're going to follow up, and then you're going to follow up some more in whatever way is appropriate, not being pushy. But, you know, it's like, get them to say no. So we can all just like move on with our lives, right? We don't have to be afraid of that. We don't have to be, um, we don't have to be afraid of the no. We, every time we get a no, we take it as a challenge instead of a rejection. And also we have confidence knowing when I got a no, that means I did my job and I actually asked for the sale. So you can pat yourself on the back for that every single time. You know, if somebody does leave you hanging and they give you the, I have to talk to my spouse, be sure to say, is there something specific that you need to talk to your spouse about? Because I want to make sure that you have all the information that you need when you have this discussion. And then often you can get right to the heart of that hidden objection and they'll tell you what it is their spouse, you know, it's usually coming from them. And it is normal and okay to, you know, consult with a spouse or a partner on a serious financial decision. Um, However, it's okay to ask them who makes the decisions, 
do, do you make the decisions? Does he make the decisions? And say, I want to, I'm going to check back to see if there's any information that you need before you decide to get started, right? So you want to plant that seed. Um, okay, this is golden, guys. This is golden. Saturate your vocabulary with helpful words to gain new clients. I mean, no one else can do this for you but you. It's so easy. Like you think about what is the desired effect that you want to have. You go on Google and you just look up synonyms. I do it all the time whenever I'm creating like a Facebook post or, um, you know, designing an email. I want to say it this way, but like how else can I say it? So here are some helpful words. These are not what I consider closing words. I'm going to give you those next. But just saturating our minds, right, with words like trustworthy, valuable, exceptional valid. People love it when you tell them that's valid. That's a valid point. Genuine, gracious, efficient, agreeable, deluxe, thorough, top-notch, prime, supreme, finest, leading, sensational, magnificent. I mean, do you just feel like the energy rising up inside of you just at the sound of those words? Here's some closing words. Saturate your mind with closing words. Determine, resolve, assure, confirm, settle, arrange, work out, establish. And when you have those words top of mind, the sentence forms, right? Like we are intelligent beings, our subconscious, it shows up for us. And when we saturate our minds with the tools that we need, we are much easier able to show up naturally and comfortably. Saturate your mind with not just the words, but with actual closing questions. Now, these are going to be different for whatever line of business that you're in. Um, but you can start with soft closers. Like, how does that sound? Does that seem agreeable to you? Um, and then you can go into like more specific closing things like um, which credit card do you want to use? You know, stuff like that. All right, I'm going to shift gears. Questions to ask yourself. Okay, this has been a lot about like getting into the mind of the prospect. Questions to ask yourself. And this is it. Like this, this is fire right here. How can I reduce the customer's fear of making a, mis making a mistake? You know, now think you're that customer. You're on station WIFFM. What's in it for me? Well, I'm afraid I might make a mistake. I'm afraid I might spend money on this and then not follow through. You know, I'm afraid that um, this is going to be too much of a long-term commitment. Whatever it is, how can I reduce the customer's fear of making a mistake? And when you walk through what those potential fears are and what they think those potential mistakes could be, and you can build that solution into your offering, then you're, you're golden. Um, next question that you can ask yourself is, what advantage do I have over the competition, right? Because I look at it like this. There is so much abundance in the world that you have an advantage over the competition by being you. Somebody might have exactly what you have, but they don't like the person who's offering it. They don't vibe with the person that's offering it. They don't trust the person that's offering it. They're talking to you. So also I encourage you to continue to answer that question, but right off the top of my head, it's your own uniqueness. It's the way that you show up. Who exactly is my customer? 
That's another amazing question. Who exactly is my customer? When you know that, all the pieces start to fit together as to how you want to present to them. It's a beautiful technique. And what it does is it completely dissolves anxiety. It is magic. So I'm going to uh, pull up my notes here for this. And I invite you now to bring your hands to your heart. And I just want to put your minds at ease. We're not doing a formal hypnosis. There's, you know, nothing to, um, to think about here. We're going to simply relax and I'm going to give you a few what ifs. Okay, so hands to heart. This is an elevator induction. It induces relaxation and it dissolves anxiety. So at this time, just notice your breath as you breathe in through your nose. Notice that it's cool. The air is cool when you inhale. And notice that it's warm and relaxing when you exhale. And I'd like you to imagine that there is a little elevator right beneath your hands in your chest. And when you inhale, this little elevator moves up into the top of your head. When you exhale, this little elevator moves back down to your heart. And allow that elevator to gently move up to the top of your head back down into your heart until your mind and your heart are one. And I'd like you to notice how you're already feeling more relaxed. And now place your tongue on the very roof of your mouth and notice that as you do, it causes your jaw to relax. And as your jaw relaxes, every part of your body relaxes with it. And it's time to use our imaginations to play a powerful subconscious game called, what if? And what if today you had the best day ever? What if everything went right for you and everything was incredible? What if you went through your day accomplishing all your tasks and you were able to achieve everything you wanted? And what if today you remembered your success from the past, perhaps from childhood play or successful moments in school? sports or in previous business or sales or perhaps your unconscious mind is producing memories of successful moments that you haven't even given yourself credit for in a long time. That person who experienced and produced those successful moments in any area of your life that person is you. And what if you tap into that confidence? What if you tap into that sense of being capable? 
What if every time someone says no to what you're offering, you recognize that you are one step closer to yes. And that feeling of yes. What if you went through every situation feeling confident? And what if you stood tall and walked with confidence in your stride? And what if you unleashed your potential in the world and tapped into everything that you can be? And what if unleashing your potential and your creativity and your confidence in the world, what if that's the right thing to do? What if it benefits everyone? What if the seeds of self-worth and creativity and perseverance bloom into the fullness of beauty that is your life? And what if those blooms are so bright and so radiant and they share a pleasing aroma for all to enjoy? Just imagine, what if? What if you found yourself noticing one thing after another that you are thankful for? And what if your body remembered and implemented the blueprint for success and activated as each new opportunity arises? What if you receive a miracle today What if you find that your mind is more and more fixed on the most desirable result? What if an opportunity to gain new clients presents itself? And what if you are prepared with the questions to close the sale or enroll them into your program? What if you recognize objections as buying signals? And what if you identify every common and potential objection and automatically know how to satisfy it? And then ask the closing question once again. What if you recognize that when someone's rejecting your offer, It's not the same thing as being personally rejected. And what if you realize it's not even possible because people are only thinking about themselves from the moment they open their eyes to the moment they lay down to sleep? And what happens when you internalize the idea that what someone else thinks of you is none of your business? What if every traffic light turns green at just the right time? What if your work feels easy and effortless? What if aches and pains dissolve into delightful comfort and bliss? What if you make new and meaningful connections today and turn up the volume on everything that is good in your life? And when you catch your reflection in the mirror, what if you gave yourself a smile or even a high five? What if you get a pleasant surprise today? What if you give a pleasant surprise today? 
What if talking to people is easy and effortless? What if it's easy to communicate, influence, and persuade? What if you lay your head on your pillow tonight and have the most restful sleep? And what if you awaken in the morning, recognizing the solutions you have inside? What if you notice a vibrant flower somewhere along your day? You recognize that beauty that's in the flower. It reminds you of your own ability to bloom. And what if you feel more clarity and energy tomorrow than you have ever before? And what if you used your mind to imagine happy possibilities as you dream tonight? And we're coming back now, noticing the light in the room, feeling your eyes flicker, and welcome back. Um, so I know that's a lot of what ifs, but your unconscious mind will answer every single one of them. And when we ask good questions, we get great answers. So here's my closing words that I prepared. Focusing your attention on what you truly desire moves what you desire closer to you. And what if your mind moves down the track of your desired outcome, chugging along, gaining momentum, all the while knowing, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, and gratefully basking in the gratitude of, I knew I could.